You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Hold one, arm drag. Don't tell me, fire my everybody and welcome back to another episode of hit the books the only weekly realistic fancy booking podcast that has to do two takes of their intro because of audio issues i am your host and audio uh wizard ryan knights and with me as always is the editing warlock uh mikey manfredi mikey how are you doing my friend uh, i'm doing great i we're, we're on take two like you said uh ready to return home from backlash uh, and start our journey towards money in the bank. Yes, the money is indeed in the bank, which means uh, you got to get those loans. You got to get those loans straightened out. Yep. Uh, you know what they say. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money. Money, Here money. Comes money. Here comes the money. Money, 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 <laughs> money. Money, 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 money. <laughs> the money comes <laughs> Oh man! Do you think there like there should be like a every time they explain money in the bank, they should just have like Ted DiBiase or IRS come out? The only two <laughs> financial money individuals uh, in WWE uh, come out and explain the rules of the bank. I uh, agree. It would be it would be a very great addition to the Money in the Bank pay per view. Uh, I am excited for Money in the Bank. However, I will say right off the top here, uh, my return home show does not have any mention of Money in the Bank. <laughs> Interesting. A bold strategy. A bold booking we're, strategy. We're, right now, we're coming. Right now, I'm using I'm using this show to come down from backlash, and then next show is what I'm starting the Money in the Bank build. Money, 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 Because to be fair, I got some controversy I got to deal with here. Yes, you have a little bit of controversy show. to deal with. Um, it is the return home show, so I get it. I get it. You know, you want to you want to come down from the high that is WrestleMania backlash. Mm-hmm. Um. I feel like I'm going, I'm going like, I have like a mixture of both. I'm like coming off of the WrestleMania backlash high and I'm also introducing a shit ton of new things and I'm really nice. doing the starting the build of Money in the Bank like slightly tonight, but really next week. Yeah, uh, next next week it's going to be a foot on the gas for me towards Money in the Bank for sure. Uh, not foot on the gas, but uh, deposit in the bank. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think of something similar for, for bank it's jokes. Be the, brief, the briefcase in my hand, baby. Briefcase in my hand and margarita in my butt. Why? Why? It's Bear Grylls style. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, you know, I feel like you need to have more. I, Mikey, I'm going to give you a note on your laughter because it's, it's, it's not good uh, audio wise. It's not, yeah. Because really whenever bad, I make it, no, no, no. Whenever I'm, I make a joke, you sort of just like put your hand in your head. And it's like, well, look, if you think it's the funniest joke in the world, go ahead and, and laugh your socks off, my dude. Because uh, it obviously was the funniest joke in the world. So it's okay. You know, you can laugh. <laughs> What? Hey, yeah, I, hey, I, I why don't, a, hey, why don't you laugh more? <laughs> I'm Italian, so I express myself visually. Also, don't you, this is this is why I love wearing masks because nobody tells me to smile more. <laughs> Jesus Christ! 
What an intro! Somebody, when I was wearing a mask, told me I should smile, and I was like, how the fuck do you even know? <laughs> you can see your smile eyes. I guess. Um, you know, I, I, I like I like wearing them, or I liked, quote-unquote, because we don't technically wear masks anymore. Mm. Um, I liked uh, wearing a mask, because if someone was talking to me, I can like try to be real expressive with my eyes, but be completely dead from behind the mask. <laughs> Oh, my favorite part was when I used to work at the grocery store and then somebody would do something stupid and I would just start, like, mouthing curse words at them because they can't see. They could see your jaw moving, certainly, though, right? Eh, it's not like they know I'm cursing them out. I guess, sure, 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 sure. Um, yeah, so we are here and we're back from WrestleMania Backlash. The Return Home Show is here uh, and I'm in fear of what will happen to today's show. Yes. Um... <laughs> Very intrigued. Um, Mikey, I feel like, uh, without further ado, I, I don't know if there's anything new to talk about. Um, I don't think so either. I think we should just jump right on into it. Okay, well, let's, let's as uh, as as Corbin Blue would say, jump in. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> I can't believe he just referenced D- Disney Channel original movie, Jump In, with Corbin Blue. Yeah, I'm a DCOM head. What can I say? <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna make a new podcast. Uh, I can't. I'm gonna improv a title of decom in the word decom cast. Decom cast. A decommunist. <laughs> there it is. Decommunism, and it's just a podcast review show about Disney Disney Channel original movies. Disney. No, no, it's a podcast about Disney Channel original movies. Comrade. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I know I think that would be the fans. The fans would be called the decommunists. The communists. I've lost I lost I'm all train of thought. Ah, good. I, there it is. Please get into your card. Yes. <laughs> so we're opening up Monday Night Raw. Of course. You gotta open up Monday Night Raw after the events that unfolded at WrestleMania Backlash. And of course, Gotta double down. If you have not listened to WrestleMania Backlash, what are you doing, folks? Just scroll, go into the Hit the Books or Count Out feed. It's in there. Download it, listen to that show, and make sure you know everything that's happened at the pay-per-view. But mm-hmm. as we do, coming off of that pay-per-view, big spoilers if you haven't heard it, but coming off of that pay-per-view, we're going to open up with, of course, One Nation draped in gold. Oh, baby. yeah. Uh, all four members holding all four titles. Uh, in the men's division, uh, nice. coming out on Raw, you got Apollo Cruz and the Kira Tozawa with the Raw Tag Team Championships. You got uh, the likes of uh, Tommaso Ciampa winning back the United States title last week, uh, and you, he's now a three-time United States champion, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and you got uh, the likes of Roman Reigns, newly minted WWE champion. Mm-hmm. So we're mm-hmm. opening a Monday Night Raw with them. Paul Heyman, uh, the advisor of Roman Reigns and to the extent One Nation, uh, put you know doing a promo that's putting over One Nation, saying that they are the greatest faction in the history of sports entertainment. Better than the NWO, better than the Four Horsemen, better than anyone you can name. Screw it. They don't even need the faction term applied to them. They are beyond that. Simply, they are their own entity. No one, wow. in, that, no one in that locker room, SmackDown lockers, locker room, 
NXT's locker room, heck, anyone's locker room up and down Florida can rival these four and what they have done. Bold words. Yes. Bold words coming off of One Nation to start us off. Yeah, and maybe maybe I should say the United States, but I'm specifically hinting at another promotion in Florida. I <laughs> <laughs> wonder what that might be. Um, yes. Um, man, I can't wait to see One Nation versus the NWA. NWO. The NWA, the NWA, the wrestling promotion? Yeah, there we, there we go. There's the NWO. Uh, yeah, against Strictly Business, baby. <laughs> Nick Aldis. <laughs> um, Tom Latimer. Chris Masters. <laughs> Uh, uh, where was I? Uh, starting with Apollo Crews and Akira Tozawa, seeing the injustices that exist inside WWE and separate themselves from it and thrive. Tommaso Ciampa, a man after my own heart, bringing unadulterated violence to the nation and gold around their waist. Then you got the head of the table himself, the WWE champion, Roman Reigns, bringing that one nation up to prestige levels and cementing their existence in the legacy of WWE. They're here to stay. And I beg you, beg anyone in the locker room to attempt, just to attempt to take them out. Please step in line and be proven wrong. I love it. Suddenly, Keith Lee's music plays. Oh, no. And he walks out. Uh, Keith Lee walks out with a sling around his arm. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Lee says that if anyone's thinking that they can step in line, uh, they can join him. Uh, they can join the line behind him. Uh, yep. I, I made the mistake at WrestleMania Backlash. I admit that. You took advantage of me. I get it. I admit my faults because I'm a man, Roman. But if you all think that a broken wing is going to stop the Limitless one, then you need to learn the definition of Limitless. I am not done with you, Roman. I am not done with you, One Nation. I will reclaim my WWE Championship, and if it means winning the Money in the Bank briefcase, that's right. Consider it done. All right. All right. Uh, Keith Lee it's staking his claim to maybe get into the Money in the Bank ladder match. Yes, a claim, a flag is being set down. Uh, Keith Lee wants to be in it. He says this with a broken arm. <laughs> so it's a bold move indeed, but we'll see how it plays out for him. Uh, mm-hmm. Next up, we got a debut match on the main roster here. Angel Garza finally arrives for Monday Night Raw, and he's taken on in Lucha at Libre action against Lince Dorado, one half of Lucha House Party. Of course, Dorado with Metalik in his corner. Um, and it is, of course, going to be Angel Garza that gets the win. All right. All right. Big win for Garza. I like it. Yeah, big debut win. Let's give it to Garza here. And, you know, and some people complain about having your person debut and get a win right off the bat. Well, guess what? He beat a guy that's a mainly a tag team wrestler. So I think I got I think I got out of it. So eat your heart out, folks. Perfect. Next up, yes, thank you. Next up, we have Dijakovic, Arturo Ruas, and Murphy. Cut a promo in that dark void sort of spectrum backstage area. Ah, uh, my favorite area. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dijakovic says that at WrestleMania backlash, you saw what us three are capable of uh, of doing. Uh, Reed, Atlas, Ricochet, you believe that you can just throw us away. You can replace us. You think that you became these new stars and now you have no need for your friends. 
Well, you just got a first-hand account of why that's not the case. And you'll get one once more tonight. Murphy steps up and says that we didn't receive hospital visits. We didn't get fruit baskets. We didn't get nothing. We are not going to be forgotten. But we'll be, we will be remembered when we take out revenge on you. Screw this entire company. We don't care about gold. We care about getting what's ours, and that's revenge. Whoa. Yeah, so a mission statement here from Dijakovic, Ruas, and Murphy. Wow. That's awesome. Uh, that does, of course, lead... Uh, it might be a social media announced prior to the show starting. The main event tonight is going to be a rematch of the WrestleMania Backlash pre-show. Uh, Reed, Atlas, mm-hmm. and Ricochet taking on Dijakovic, Gross, and Murphy. This time, a little bit of a twist. There's going to be happening in a street fight. A street fight? Yes, a six-man street fight. All right, all right, love that. Now that I think about it, not the first time I've done this level of booking, so I'm doing it again, but guess what? We're doing it again, so eat eat, eat your heart out or something. (laughs) Um, I'm also announcing uh, that we are going to be doing a special uh, main event segment uh, announcing what the plan is for the Money in the Bank qualifiers. Okay, okay, what do we got? Well, that's the main event segment, so you're going to have to wait, Mikey. No. Yes, that's called a teaser. It's called a teaser, How dare folks. You? you got. You just got. I was so ready to hear the structure of your tournament. Yes, you'll now. You have to now. You have to wait. So so wait. Unbelievable. <laughs> now you have to wait. So wait. So sir. do that. Uh, next up, we have a fun little match here. Triple threat match, Mikey. Uh, okay. For the prestigious, illustrious twenty four seven championship. Oh, we're back to this. All right. Yes, yes, we are. Our truth defending his title against Tony Nese and Otis. Um, uh, and okay. it, and it is Tony Nese that's get that gets the victory. All right, Tony Nese, the new twenty four seven champion. Yes, new twenty four seven champion Tony Nese. After the match, uh, Otis uh, rolls up Nese and gets the win. Otis, new 24-7 champion. <laughs> exactly right, sir. That's right. Our troop loses his title, Tony Nese. Tony Nese, following this match, uh, officially loses it yet again. It's 24-7 rules, baby. Loses it yet again <laughs> to Otis. And Otis uh, makes the run for it. Uh, and, you know, uh, he makes the run for it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> what a great what a great uh, mess of a 24-7 title that was. Yes, it's the 24-7 title. If there's not chaos abound, then what are we doing here, you know? Yeah. Uh, speaking of 24-7 title, backstage in the parking lot, we see Otis running as fast as he as little Otis can uh, with a slew of people chasing behind him. He turns a corner and he bumps into Angel Garza chatting up uh, some girl um, <laughs> backstage, you know, as he does. Uh, my cat just got real. You know how cats have their hair on the back of the head? He just the got cats have hair basically everywhere, bro. Yeah, but his hair just stood up on the back of his head, and he, he has got a big puffy tail. And I don't know why, and I'm sort of afraid. Of what's to happen? I think he's staring at my other cat who's sleeping. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I we'll find out what's going on over there soon. This is its own little teaser, and it's terrifying <laughs> me. Uh, so yeah, Garz is talking up some girl. Uh, uh, Otis bumps into him, which he bumps into the girl, and it's very awkward, and he just ruined all that sort of swagger that he may have presented himself with. Uh, Garza gets mad, kicks Otis in the nutsack. Oh, no! 
uh, and then goes back to the girl, and the two of them leave. Uh, Truth gets to Otis first, pins him, and wins back the 24-7 championship. Garza, no interest in the 24-7 title. No interest for the 24-7 championship. He has bigger fish to fry, it would appear, and that may be a lady. <laughs> yeah, that may seems, it. seems like it. That appears to be a female. Um, but yes, R-Truth, after several moments, R-Truth went back to the 24-7 championship, so good on him. Yeah, yeah, good good for R-Truth. Oh, listen, it's like death taxes R-Truth as 24-7 champion. Yes. The you, three things that are certain in life. This is true, this is true. Um, next up, we got a tag match, we got a bounty match, you know what that means, LLC in a bounty match, taking on the Dirty Dogs. The Dirty Dogs, all right. Dirty Dogs here, you can make some money somewhere, so why not do that when face the LLC in a bounty match? It should be noted, LLC coming out with brand new gear. Um, Oh, very cool. Brand new gear. Looks like maybe they spent some of their money from last week, so uh, good on them, I guess, even though they're doing very highly illegal things. (laughs) I, I I guess the episode didn't come out, so I didn't explain how they're making their money. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, you can you can get into that quick. Yeah, basically, MVP uh, is betting them to lose, betting on them to lose, uh, and and that they they want to lose because if because they are the odds-on favorites to win these matches, uh, and when MVP bets on them to lose, and then they and you know MVP wins the bet, they make even more money, basically quadruple of what they bet. Uh, or, or whatever it is, so that they, you know, Dirty Dogs, the winners of the match, get ten thousand dollars. But based off of that bet, uh, they got like an additional thirty thousand dollars that the LLC could basically cash home. So it's it's a, they're doing bounty matches, but they're giving people victories for the purpose of profit. So yeah, just like you said, super illegal, super illegal, super bad. But uh, you know, uh, this ain't, this ain't Hawaii, so you know it's not gonna be beautiful. They went from making their money off of just, like, getting wins on Raw to just now they're just illegally betting on themselves. To lose, yes. <laughs> yes, it's quite... How, how, how far they've fallen. Yes, hey. Their, ne- their next feud is just going to be with the cops. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, Brisango, we're coming back as the cops. <laughs> uh, next up, we hear from Edge. That's right, Rated R Superstar Edge. Haven't heard from him in about a month since WrestleMania. Oh, uh, boy. Can't her- wait to hear what Edge has to say about... Uh, Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton fighting over him. Yeah, heard a lot about him uh, not uh, indirectly. Now we can hear from him directly. He says that for the past number of weeks, he's had a lot to think about, and he understands that there have been some confusion. You see, WrestleMania was my moment, mine. Fate or destiny or whatever told me that it was my turn to win back my championship. The story was laid out in front of me, and when I felt that slipping away, I did everything I could to ensure it didn't, and I still failed. So I sunk. I sunk hard down into that deep, dark hole. I seek answers from people that I didn't expect to hear from, but that was it. Answers, not guidance, none of this BS that I'm hearing about now. Because that's not what I need. I don't need help from anybody. Because when you get guys like Jeff Hardy, for example. Jeff, you know I respect the hell out of you. But why the hell do you think you know what is best for me? I am the only one that knows what's best for me. I don't need advice from a washed out guy like you. I am the ultimate opportunist edge. And you will find out the new me soon enough. Damn. 
Damn, big words from Edge. Big. Being like, you don't know what's best for me. Mm-hmm. Nice, I like it. Specifically calling out Jeff yes, but, Hardy. Though. Yeah, I, I was I was going to mention that. Uh, spe- specifically calling out Jeff Hardy. No mention of Randy Orton's thoughts. No, no, no mention of Randall Randall Keith Orton. No mention whatsoever. Very interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Moving right along, we have the street fight uh, main event match here. Of course, Reed Bronson Reed, Jake Atlas, and Ricochet taking on Dijakovic, Arturo Ruas, and Murphy. Six-man mm-hmm. street fight action. During the match, Ruas and Murphy do a huge... Uh, I don't know exactly what it is. I think it'll be some sort of, like, like power bomb off the apron. Murphy does, like, a blockbuster... Uh, Neat. To, like, combination, kind of like that. To, okay. rico- to ricochet through a table. Jesus. Yeah, so we're talking power bomb... I wrote power bob... Power Bomb Block. Power Bob. The next WWE superstar. Power Bob. Yes, exactly. Uh, they, yeah, Power Bomb Blockbuster combo to Ricochet through a table. So, really, really eating at his uh, uh, meal here, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it, uh, despite that, it is Reed, Atlas, and Ricochet that get the victory. Reed Atlas and Ricochet coming out on top, uh, get, getting their revenge for uh, Backlash. Yes, getting their redemption revenge here. Is it over? Is it not? Who the hell knows? <laughs> Ricochet was down for the count, so that's, that's <laughs> something. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens going forward. All right, all right. Can't wait. Um, and let's talk about the main event segment here, Mikey. I teased it at the beginning. Yeah, let's do it. Main event segment... Here it is basically uh, Adam Pierce, uh, Raw associate. <laughs> I don't know; he's not necessarily general manager. Uh, says it all night. You've heard about what special thing we are planning for our men's and women's Money in the Bank qualifying matches, and I'm here to tell you what it is. This year for the Money in the Bank qualifiers, we will be having mixed tag team matches. Mixed tag team matches. Where the winning team will go on and compete in their respective Money in the Bank matches. That's very interesting. Yes. Early in the night, I randomly selected the teams, and tonight I will announce who they are. And, of okay. course, when they come out, if you all can, can you please surround the ring with your partner. First up, and uh, he goes on to announce the tag team. So, Mikey, would you like to know the tag teams? For- you know what, Ryan? No, I don't. Okay, moving right along. <laughs> yeah, let's see. What, what, what tag teams do we got coming in? We got... Uh, hold on. I feel like I should play some music here. Uh, generic generic game show music. Uh, you know? Maybe, yeah, Price is right. Uh, generic game show music. Here we go. Who knows if this works? There we go. I feel like I'm in a workout video. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome. My name is Adam Pierce, and I'm here to announce the the teams for the mixed tag team money to bank qualifying matches. Got to lower that audio just a little bit. First up, we got the team of. These are all randomly selected. Chad Gable and Liv Morgan. 
All right, all right. Uh, the, one of the biggest baby faces you got right now with one of the biggest heels you got right now. Very interesting dynamic. Next up, we got <clears throat> Alistair Black and Ruby Riot. That, that's a cool team. <laughs> that that's that's Team Tattoo, baby. Team Tattoo. Next up, we got Angel Garza and Mandy Rose. Okay. Is Angel Garza going to try to hit on Mandy Rose the entire time? Who the hell knows? Only Angel Garza does, maybe. <laughs> Next up, we got Drew McIntyre and Asuka. That's a fuck. That's a team. Holy, holy gosh, that's a team. Right after that, we have the stylings of the the, the great stylings all the way from India, Jinder Mahal. What? And Shayna Baszler. Not what I... I did not expect Jinder Mahal. <laughs> oh, hold on. It's going to restart, probably. Wait, no, that was it. I got to restart it myself. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Uh, next up, we got... Where am I? What's <laughs> my voice? It's Jinder Mahal and Shayna Baszler. Next up, we got... Tomasa Ciampa and Nia Jax. Okay. Alright. United States champion Tomasa Ciampa, I should say. Yup. My cat is blocking my video. Next up, we got Ricochet and Io Shirai. Okay, high flyers, I like it. Should be stated here, Ricochet does not come out with Io Shirai. Io Shirai walks out by herself. Very interesting. Uh, and so just, you know, she's she's out all alone. Ricochet, and Adam Pierce makes it known that he sort of says that, like, because of the match previous, Ricochet's not out here. You know, he acknowledges okay. that, like, Ricochet's yeah. not out because because she is, you know, he... He was just he was in a street fight, yeah. Yeah, he got powerbomb blockbuster yeah. through a table, so I think it's fine. Uh, but he's, he's not, you know, he's not here right now. Yeah, we're not gonna make Ricochet limp his way to the ring. Exactly right. And finally, your final competitors... For the Money in the Bank, mixed tag team qualifiers. All the way from up north. And all the way from Ohio? LA? Fuck Ohio. I'm gonna look it up real quick. Alright, you probably already figured it out from home. All the way from the great state of Ohio. No, not, not Ohio. Where is this? Where the hell is this person from? Fuck Ohio. All the way from the great state of... Oh, shit. <laughs> all the way... You're really dragging this one out. Yes. All the way from the great state of SoCal. Not a state, but a region. It's SCU. And a cut in the country of Canada. We got a team of... Edge and Candice LeRae. Edge and Candice LeRae. That's a team. That's another... I, I, my money, my money, my money's either on Drew McIntyre at Oscar or Candice Lorraine Edge. So, getting the full list here, Mike, and we go blow through this real quick. We had Chad Gable, Liv Morgan, Alistair Black, Ruby Riot, Tommaso Ciampa, Nia Jax, Drew McIntyre, Oscar, Jinder Mahal, Shayna Baszler, Ricochet, and Io Shirai, Angel okay. Garza, Mandy Rose, and finally, of course. All the way from the great country of Canada and the great state of California, Edge and Candice LeRae. I like it. You're really vibing to this music. It's my new ringtone. 
All right, so we know the teams. Yes, we know the we teams. We know the teams. Uh, they're going to face off uh, against another team. The winner of that match uh, goes on to uh, compete. The, you know, the, two, the men and women that can win those matches go on to compete in the men's and women's uh, Money in the Bank uh, matches or Money in the Bank pay-per-view. Very cool. Sorry, I, I a lot just happened there. <laughs> That's fair. And a lot continues to happen. Uh, because, uh, you know, Pier- Pierce welcomes everybody and he hopes they all have a great Money in the Bank season and a great Money in the Bank pay-per-view. And he will see you all uh, this some other time, whenever it is. <laughs> uh, Pierce walks up the ramp uh, and without any music or anything, Keith Lee runs down to, to meet him. Lee says that he needs to be in this match. Pierce says that he's not medically cleared and this is all picked up without microphones. Lee says that, you know, he that he has to, you know, he will be cleared by the pay-per-view. Pierce says that he's not risking it. Pierce is trying to walk up the ramp and he's sort of like hand-waving Lee. Lee says, you know, you know, give me Ricochet's spot. He's injured. He's not here right now. Pierce says he'll be fine and Pierce leaves. Uh, Keith Lee not in the money, currently eligible to be in the Money in the Bank pay-per-view. Oh, no. That's the story. Oh, poor Keith Lee. That's the story. So a lot coming at you here, Mikey. So first off, uh, before we have ta- two questions for you, thoughts on the mixed tag team qualifiers, thoughts on the teams presented, any big favorites you have coming into this the Raw side of the Money in the Bank qualifiers? I like the mixed tag team qualifiers. I think it is a very creative idea to get Money in the Bank qualifiers that aren't just the same like men's and women's matches that always just consume our cards whenever we go into the Money in the Bank season. Mm-hmm. Um and I like it. It's it's definitely a way to put a cool spin on it. And the team teams I'm uh, that are my, that are favorites right now are definitely Drew McIntyre, Oscar, and Candice LeRae Edge. Those are the two teams I got my eye on. Yes, that's there's a lot of lot of favorites. I mean, and I want to see what comes out of Liv Morgan, Chad Gable. Basically, four of these four of these teams are going to win. Yes, four of, four of these teams, four of these combos will be heading into uh, Money in the Bank. Uh, it's just a matter of which combos are going to be in there, and yeah. and and also who are they going to face? You know, who are they going to face? That's the mm-hmm. question. That's the ultimate question here, isn't it? It is indeed. Um. So yeah. So there we go, folks. That's what we got ahead of us. Uh. For that second question for you, Mikey. Thoughts on the Keith Lee angle of it all? The Keith Lee, I I, I think it's interesting. I I uh, with Ricochet being injured right now. Um. It's interesting that Keith Lee wanted to step in, even though Keith Lee is also injured, but I guess we'll see what happens. I'm kind of afraid Keith Lee might do something uh, he might regret mm-hmm. in terms of maybe injuring Ricochet more uh, to get in, but I guess we'll see what Keith Lee does to make his way in if he does if he gets in at all. Long time, long time listeners of this program may remember a storyline angle from last year. That's, that'd be my that'd be my tease of anything. That yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you remember it at all, Mikey. You can bring it up if you do, but I'm not going to mention it whatsoever. <laughs> no, I'm going to let the fans sit on that one. Okay, yeah, no, yeah. Uh, longtime listeners from a year ago may remember uh, a, a similar storyline. Similar storyline with maybe somebody who might be the current WWE champion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's not too much. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm going to say about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, a lots of interesting stuff. Uh, I think is in play here. Very intrigued to see how it plays out, and we'll see who gets in the Money in the Bank uh, matches when it comes through WrestleMania time. We'll see you there. But we're not done yet. That's just Monday Night Raw, folks. We still have, of course, 
Friday Night Smackdown. Mikey, I don't have any music planned for it. Me, I really feel like I should have some entrance music. Maybe no, we- that's okay. You don't have you don't have to. Okay, well then, uh, let me tell tell me, Mikey, what is happening on Friday Night Smackdown? Over on Friday Night Smackdown, uh, opening up the show, we have Sonya Deville coming to the ring with her Smackdown Women's Championship, which is finally in her possession and not somebody else's. Uh-huh. Uh, she grabs a mic and says, last Sunday at WrestleMania Backlash, I made Sasha Banks tap out. So now she has no excuses to hide behind when I say that I am your Smackdown Women's Champion. I won the Royal Rumble, I won at WrestleMania, and I won at Backlash. Hopefully now, Sasha knows that no matter how hard she tries, she'll never be able to beat me. Sasha Banks comes to the ring and meets Sonya face-to-face because, of course, she can't just take that line down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Sasha says, Sonya, I was going to come out here to congratulate you on your big win this Sunday. But the thing about it is, you actually didn't win. I did, and that title should belong to me. Sonya laughs and says, Sasha, how delusional can so how delusional can you possibly be? I made you tap out in the middle of the ring and the ref raised my hand. And most importantly, she raises the title above her head. Sasha Sasha says, Yeah, actually, about that, I have some video footage from our match that says otherwise. She points to the Titan Tron and the clip rolls that shows Sonya tapping out while the ref was focused on Sasha, and nobody caught it. Uh See, Sonya, in reality, I was the one making you tap out, and that title should be mine. And I'm not leaving this ring until I get an official rematch with you to make up for the mishap on Sunday. Sonya says, you know what, Sasha? At this point, you don't even deserve a rematch with me. All you ever do is make excuses for losing. And you've had infinite chances to prove that you're better than I am, but here you are with no title begging for a rematch again. Are you ever going to get tired of throwing temper tantrums every time you lose? Mm -hmm. I'm sick of this. Sonya goes to leave the ring, but GM Page comes to the entrance ramp and stops her and says, whoa, 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 Sonya, I agree that at WrestleMania you did win fair and square, but that footage from Backlash clearly shows that both of you tapped at the same time, and the fans don't want to draw between two of the best in the women's division, right? The fans cheer, hopefully. (laughs) Fans boo. No. (laughs) We do want to draw. (laughs) We don't don't want a champion. We want chaos. (laughs) We want vacant title. Uh, uh, The fans cheer, and Paige says, that's what I thought. So, I'm making it official right now. Sasha Banks versus Sonya Deville. Backlash rematch for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Get a referee out here. Referee runs to the ring and starts the title match between Sonya and Sasha right now. Wow. Opening up the sh- opening up the show, first match of the night. We got Sonya Deville taking on Sasha Banks yet again for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Wowie babowie, uh, dude. That's right yeah. going right into it. Uh so first match of the night, we got Sonya Deville taking on Sasha Banks yet again for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Mm-hmm. Uh these two have been going at it a lot lately. They've been going. Uh, Going and this, at it real recently. This, <laughs> no, 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 continue. And in this match, because they've Sonya been going. Wins. Why? They have been going at it a lot recently. They have been fighting a lot recently. Smackdown Women's Championships Sonya Deville and Banks You were saying? 
Mikey, why'd you leave? We're doing a professional production over here. You walk, you got up, walked away. Like, what the hell, man? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Completely no-sold me. Good. <laughs> That's fine. I need to be told what to do and be in my, put in my place sometimes. Uh, Sony Deville wins this matchup yet again. Uh, but... <laughs> That's awesome. I like you just go straight to the results. <laughs> yeah. Sony Deville wins yet again, but uh, during the match, she uses some uh, more aggressive tactics to take Sasha down. You know, like choking her on the ropes, choking her in the corner, uh, doing some aggressive hair pulling that maybe isn't super kosher. Okay. Uh, but, you know, this is what we're doing. Uh, and when she, even though she wins, Sonya just seems really angry, and she storms out with the title after the match, uh, which leads to the segment afterwards, which an interviewer is waiting in the back for Sonya to ask her to ask her about her win against Sasha. But when she tries to ask a question, Sonya just pushes right through them and doesn't even acknowledge that they're there. Mm-hmm. The camera pans to follow Sonya, and she's headed for GM Page's office. Okay, okay, interesting. Very intrigued. Very intrigued. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we have match number two. We have Humberto Carrillo taking on Elias and Humberto Carrillo getting the victory. Oh, Humberto Carrillo being a little bit on a... a, a, a little a, bit of a hot streak A little bit of a hot streak, I would say. Yeah, yeah. After that, we got a video package, and it is footage from last week of an interview with Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss about their win, about Nikki Cross's win over Natalia last Friday. Uh, but during the interview, they get interrupted by Charlotte Flair and Natalia, who step in before Cross or Bliss gets to, gets to answer any questions. And Natalia says, let's not beat around the bush here. We all know that that win you just got was an absolute stroke of luck. Just because you got a cheap roll up on me doesn't mean you're better than the SmackDown Women's Tag Team Champions. So don't get too high and mighty because you've basically been irrelevant here on SmackDown for a long, <laughs> long time. And that isn't going to change because of some cheap victory. Flair and Natalia leave. Oof. Tough, tough words. Mm-hmm. Tough words. Gotta say. Mm-hmm. Tough dialogue, dude. Going yeah. right going right for the jug, you learn. Yep. yep. Natalia and uh, Charlotte Flair are not pulling any punches. No, they are not. No, they are certainly goddamn not. <laughs> Jesus. After that, we got match number three. We got a tag team match between Authentic and the Street Profits. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Authentic getting the victory. Oh, a solid win for Authentic. Team mm-hmm. uh, Drew Gulak and Shelty Benji, right? Yeah, uh, Drew Gooks and Shelty Benji. <laughs> uh, after, and then that leads to the next segment, which Sorry. is after the match, Gulak and Benjamin grab some mics, and Gulak says, we want the whole world to know that Authentic is no flesh-in-the-pan tag team here on SmackDown. We know we have the potential to be the best tag team WWE has to offer. Benjamin says the tag team battle royal was a setback for sure, but a loss like that won't be happening ever again. We're going to take down any tag team we get put up against until we get to the champions. And if getting, and Gulak says, and if getting to the champs means sending every other team in line to the hospital, well, that's just business. Gulak drops the mic and authentic leave the ring. You know, and th- that's the key to the Authentics promo, is it has to be real, right? It has to be legit. Mm-hmm. It has to be, quote-unquote, authentic. It has to be 100% legit. they got to be telling the God's honest truth, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's the only way the gimmick works, baby. Exactly, exactly. they got to be 100% uh, confident in who they are, and that's how that's what they are. Mm-hmm, I agree. After, th- after that, we have a match between Piper Niven 
and Carmella and uh, Piper Niven, of course, is with Storm, and Carmella, of course, is with Corbin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Piper Niven gets the win over Carmella here. Hey, good for Piper uh, Niven. After the match, Carmella has a meltdown and freaks out. Uh, and when Corbin comes to the ring to try to calm her down, she hits him with a super kick and screams, You're done! And leaves him in the ring. Carmella separating herself from King Corbin. King Corbin utterly buried. Uh, what else is new? <laughs> nothing. There's nothing that can be done with King Corbin. It's he so, is, dude, he's just so boring. He's just so boring. I can't imagine him doing anything. <laughs> I feel I like I like part of me feels bad, but like also every time I think of any storyline with Corbin, it just feels like so flat. You know what? You know what he it's needs. So it's so hard for me to give Corbin character like at all. You know what he needs. He needs literally anything else. He needs there. He needs to be put into a tag team. He needs to be a legit yeah. tag team player, and I get I, it. He why he isn't because he's the quote unquote lone wolf. But now he's a King mm-hmm. Corbin, so he dropped that whole lone wolf gimmick a little bit. But we need to start, like, this is more of a WWE point, and necessarily uh, us here, unless you decide to. But, mm-hmm. like, he needs to do, like, a tag team thing and be successful in a tag team. Because the only way he can exist as a character, if it's either you like him or you don't. And it's either you push him or you don't. And that's all you can do with him. Because if he's the lone wolf, then he can never be a tag team wrestler, and that won't work. Because honestly, what he needs to do is be in a tag team. Who the yeah. hell will that be? I don't know. Elias? I don't know. It's got to be someone that like legit works with the unit that he has, that he creates. I mean, him and Elias do have chemistry, man. They, <sighs> it, it, they have they, something. They've been fighting forever. They have uh, something. And I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe Corbin will be part of a tag team soon because I have I have been putting more of a focus on the tag team division uh, here in SmackDown, making new tag teams. I got uh, you know Strong and Sheamus, Strong Sheamus and Thatcher, the the, the group I just made authentic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I am looking for new new tag team talent uh, and uh, maybe maybe breaking up some old tag team talent and uh, shaking up the division a little bit. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, that. Th- this is just more of, like, an idea of all these things. But, I, like, just generally speaking, it does feel like he is someone that needs to be in a, like, tag team unit or something. You know, just yeah. something that will allow him to be other than himself. I agree with that. I agree with that. Give him, give him some, you know, give him, just able to give him some sort of bull, bull Yeah. Crap. I, the problem is, is that I don't know of any single wrestler that can work with him. That can yeah, like that, just, that would make sense. It's it's tough for sure. Uh, Corbin's a, a hard person to book for. Yeah, yeah. It, I who knows. Anyway, after after that uh, that women's match, we have Sheamus, Strong, and Thatcher coming to the ring. Uh, Sheamus grabs a mic and steps to the front of all of them and says, "At WrestleMania Backlash, me and my two buddies over here showed the Undisputed Era why they shouldn't have messed with us. Now we're here because." I've had an ear open about a certain someone accepting challenges, and I'm here to officially stake my claim to an intercontinental title match with Dave Mastiff. So, fella, what do you say? Dave Mastiff makes his way to the ring and says, Seamus, I've been waiting for you to challenge me. You've been dominant in basically every match you've been a part of for the past few weeks, and I had a feeling you might come knocking soon. Last Friday, I beat your buddy Thatcher over there, so what makes you think you have what it takes to take this title away from me? 
Seamus says, well, I have plenty of my own accolades to brag about, but I'm not going to do that because the only reason I know I could beat you is because Irishmen are just better in a fight. Massive smiles and says, let's put that to the test then. Strong and Thatcher, like, fist fist bump Seamus, uh, do, like, some handshake they probably made up uh, and leave and let Seamus have his match. Mm -hmm. Uh, So now for our main event, we have Dave Mastiff versus Seamus for the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah, definitely. A lot of little hint of nationalism there. You love to see it. You love to see European nationalism in play. Yeah, you know you, the old, the old, the old rivalry between the English and the Irish, right? <laughs> the old, not am I crazy? Uh, you know, it's an old rivalry. Sure, I think it might be a little of a controversial rivalry. Well, yeah, you, you know, I, 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 I kind of thought there was like a little English Irish rivalry. They could have like a friendly competition here between the two. So, you know, I like it. So like we'll it. see. Uh, so in this match between Sheamus and Dave Mastiff, Dave Mastiff does end up picking up the victory after a grueling match with Sheamus. Uh, after the match, Mastiff goes to help Sheamus to his feet. Sheamus shoves him away and makes it to his feet on his own merit. Sheamus nods at Mastiff, leaves the ring, grabs a mic, and comes back and says, Mastiff, you gave me a fight like I haven't had in a long time. Congrats on winning tonight, but this isn't over. I promise you that. Mastiff grabs Seamus' mic and says, can't wait for the next one. Next time, why don't you hit me like you mean it? Uh, Seamus and Mastiff both laugh at each other. It's kind of like, it's it's not mean-spirited. It's like kind of like more friendly banter between the two of them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and the two hug before Seamus leaves to let Mastiff celebrate. Okay. A lot of lot of babyface putting over this 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 group of guys, of strong boys, as, as strong and... Uh, uh, not as good as Mastiff, but also babies. Yeah, they're they're. I I, I I'm trying to get it. You know, I, I I'm trying to. I was trying to get them to put each other over a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and I did. I feel like I did the same thing when he went against Timothy Thatcher a couple weeks ago. Um, that's what I, that's what I'm trying to do here. I just want them to put to put each other over. Mm-hmm. Where uh, what? And then eventually, I'm sure Dave Mastiff's gonna get to. Uh, 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 an actual feud an actual blood feud <laughs> that's not just him challenging a bunch of people and having a good time wrestling yes yes you're i i've noticed that in your style of booking <laughs> mm-hmm. in, in between blood feuds is open challenges because i don't because this is this is what i do while i'm figuring out because <laughs> i don't want i don't want dave master to just not be showing up yeah, because like the intent was always for him to be a fighting champion, but yeah. it's for him to be a fighting champion. You need to put him in matches, but yeah. I don't have a, fe- a, a, a like a feud feud for him yet. So at this point, I'm just doing open challenge. I do open challenges a lot because I like just having my champions be in fights and look strong, and you know, no, I like people it. over it, along the way. It, it's the, I mean, you you can you know you can like make fun of it all you want but it's you know look at like AEW they do sort of the same thing look at the AEW TNT title it's you know open challenges every week and it do- goes over quite well and um um what's the word and and like and then when it's time for the when it's time for the pay-per-view cycle you put them in a blood feud yeah i mean even i mean even look at it like i mean cody for a long time wasn't in any sort of rivalry up until the brody lee thing i mean that was more Mm -hmm. the storyline was the open challenges darby allen 
you know, week to week, didn't really have a rivalry. He had like a rivalry outside of the title challenges. Um, yeah. With uh, Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. Um, I mean, yeah. So again, so glad they're doing that on a big stage now because whew, that was a that was a feud. Yeah. Ethan Page and Darby Allen. Yeah. So it's it's these things. It's like, look, the open challenges are sometimes just open challenges. You not you don't always have to have a blood feud. Uh, it would be it'd be fun to see the quarter hours to see whether or not Dave Mastiff is a real star. But uh, yeah. but uh, you know, at the very least, you know, we're, we're, you're pushing him like one. I feel like we, to, I say we because he was on Raw as well. I think have over time, over the course of the year, have turned him into a a, a bigger deal. Um, you know, I, I you know, it's just a matter of you know putting him on TV and having him put it go in good go and have good matches. You know, yeah, and uh, you know, I I'm just so so stoked to finally find that one person to. To get it to, to put him in that 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 feud with you know uh, and build him even more and just have two people just slug it out for the the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah, no, uh, I I like it. I like it. Uh, I think there's some solid <clears throat> solid stuff there for Dave Mastiff. I'm very excited. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, then is, is that it? Any other any other things? Nope. That's SmackDown. Okay. I don't have eighties. Mo- I don't have my eighties montage music or eighties workout music for mine. That's okay. You mean I didn't- this? <sighs> Mikey, you seem upset about it. You want to talk I'm about? I'm not upset. You- I'm not upset. What it's do you mean? Just, I don't ha- listen. It's it's great. I love it. I just don't have anything big to announce like you did. That has to go with that music. Uh, I, yeah, I guess that's fair. <laughs> Uh, okay, well then that is it for this week's episode of Hit the Books. Thank you everybody so much for listening. Uh, of course, subscribe for all, uh, to get more shows and leave a review and follow us on Twitter at CountOutPod. But we're not done yet. We still have one more feature, and that of course is the randomizer. The randomizer, if you don't know, if this is your first time listening, uh, every single week you at home get to go on Twitter at CountOutPod and vote all weekend long on who you believe had the better uh, show who booked a better show was it me on Raw was it Mikey on Smackdown you get to decide uh, and that decision is wholly in your uh, favor uh, and the winner uh, the winner will receive uh, the cash prize of zero dollars the loser on the other hand will get hit with the randomizer a list of like 40 plus options uh, about what uh, you know, what sort of things will affect them? What sort of things will destroy them? Could it be an injury? Could it be um, some sort of uh, you know, you've been observed? Could it be double booking where we have to hit the randomizer on each other twice? Who the hell knows? Um, only the randomizer does, and only you can vote on who the loser will be. But uh, without further ado, Mikey, let's get into it. Why don't we? Okay, the results are in, and the winner is, voted on by you, the folks at home, is Monday Night Raw. Oh, big win for Raw. I'm deeply upset. Uh, SmackDown was on a roll. What a bummer. Yeah, SmackDown was on a roll. I needed this win. I very much needed it. So thank you, everybody, for liking what I presented uh, last week on our our audio list episode. Um, I appreciate it. 
appreciate it, everybody. But that does mean that we're going to have to hit the randomizer on you, Mikey. So are you ready? Are you ready to rumble, as it were? Yeah, hit me. Let's, are you, see, let's see what the result is. Will you be the David Arquette, and will you be ready to rumble? I don't know if I'll be ready to rumble. <laughs> uh, okay. What the randomizer says. Let's see. Yeah, let's see. You you never know what it's going to be with the randomizer. You know, it's, it is the randomizer after all, but it is also fear. It is, it is random. It is fear-inducing, so I you know I get it. I get it completely. Uh, okay, the I'm just going to say the results are in because my cache is just still waiting to load, but I have something here for us, Mikey. Are you ready? Okay, hit me. I'm going to steal a superstar. No, not again. Steal one superstar from the other's roster. I don't have to trade anything. Not even fair anything. I just take whoever I want. Oh, no. Take whoever I oh, please. what a bummer. Da, ba, ba, ba. Who are you getting your grubby hands on this week? My grubby hand. My grubby little mitts. Um, let's see. Let's see. Who would be a great person to take? Uh, you could just take authentic. I could take authentic. I could take authentic. That could be fun. Uh, I'm thinking... I'm thinking that I need maybe like a heel mid-carder. A heel mid-carder. Yeah, someone that can can grum up the uh, the heel division a little bit. That mm-hmm. is who I am thinking of. I'm trying to think of who would be, and I'm also going to edit your goddamn thing because Shelton Benjamin and Drew Gulak are no longer. Um, The mid-carders that I would say are on the program here, you don't have a lot of mid heel mid-carders, honestly. You have King Corbin, who is, you know, that would be a nice write-off. He shows up Monday Night Raw next Monday. <laughs> there you go. Do I have? I mentioned tag teams. Can I put him in a tag team? Who would, who would King Corbin work the most in a tag team? King Corbin and Drake Maverick. I could take Drake Maverick. I don't know. I could. I could take Drake Maverick. He's available to me. Um, King Corbin joins Undisputed Era. Now we're talking. That that's what King Corbin needs. King Corbin. I'm King Corbin. King Corbin. All right, who are you taking? I don't honestly know what I'm going to take. I th- I'm I'm thinking. I wish I could trade. Honestly, I wish I could trade. I would rather. I would much rather trade right now. That's fair. Um, but I think I am going to take. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. <gasps> I see where the, I see where you're highlighted, Ryan. I'm gonna take him. I see where you're highlighted. Not really exactly what I'm gonna be doing with him, and he's not really a mid carter whatsoever. But you know, it's something to play on the show. You no, know, you know, we've you want to you want to you want to maybe say who got who, who you took, Ryan. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Titus O'Neil. I will be taking Titus O'Neil, baby, going yes. over to Monday Night Raw. Yes, I will take Titus um, to flesh out the bottom of my card because I got a lot of heels. Look at my, these are my heels: Roman Reigns, Randy Orton, Ciampa, Nice, Edge, now Garza. Big Titus O'Neil, baby. I need I need some lower card dudes. Tony Nice has been on the bottom. Tony Nice has been the jobber of this promotion. I'll bring in Titus to oh, play that oh, role. Oh, oh, oh. To play that role quite nicely. 
because uh, I need a I need I need to fill out the honestly the lower card. Now I think about it, the lower card and the mid card. It's a lot of stuff happening. It, it is now your responsibility to make titles O'Neill a real thing. Yes, I will. I will attempt to do such a thing. You could have done it. You had the opportunity and presented in front of you. Uh, um, I could have. You could have. You also have the other idea presented to you that you could do. I've given you reign to do that idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a matter of time. Um, do 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 do. Okay. Um, I like the idea of that other idea of the person we pitched uh, meeting up with Angel Garza because I just feel like that would be those two personalities would be very intriguing. <laughs> very good. Very good. Okay. Well, there we go. I've taken Titus. I almost said Titus. Titus O'Neill. All right. That is it for this week's episode. We are all done. We are out of here. Uh, if you want to hear more shows of Hit the Books, you can subscribe to either the uh, Hit the Books feed. Basically, subscribe, hit the books, or count out, wherever you want to subscribe. Uh, and you will be able to get uh, all those shows downloaded to your podcast feed every single Friday, uh, along with, of course, our pay-per-view bonus episodes that come out every couple of weeks. Every, every couple every, of weeks. Every whenever Sunday. there's a pay-per-view afoot. Yeah, exactly right. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter at CountOutPod. And you can also, if you can please, leave us a review on iTunes, a five-star review uh, is very important. We would greatly appreciate it if you do mm-hmm. such the thing. We would be gracious and very honored if you for you to be able to do that. Uh, Mikey, anything to plug? Yeah, go check out Independent Waters every Wednesday here on the Countout Network where me and Zach Batista take you through the independent wrestling scene uh, and bring back matches for you guys to watch that we review. And uh, I'm, I, It's a great show. Me and Zach love doing it. Uh, and whether you're an enfranchised indie fan or you're brand new to the indie scene, it is a great show for you. Uh, be, you know, it's just it's just great for indie wrestling fans in general. So go check that out every Wednesday here on the Countout Network. Yes, 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 sir. Yes, sir, indeed. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Ryan Knightsey. You can go listen to G One and Only along with a bunch of the other stuff that we're doing. Uh, you can uh, you can also uh, listen to all of our other shows on the network. Um, and yeah, a lot of stuff coming down the pipeline. We sort of teased some things at the pay-per-view, but we got still those things in the pipeline. Hopefully mm-hmm. get announcements out soon. Uh, so just stay tuned with that. Follow us on Twitter at CountOutPod for all those uh, announcements and whatnot. Uh, until yeah. then, though, what was that, Mikey? I was, I was just agreeing with you. I was like, yeah, go check out all of our cool content that we got. And uh, uh, like we said on Friday, keep an eye out for merch, possibly. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, so go check all that stuff out. Follow us on Twitter account on Pod. Until then, we've got two words for you. Book it. This has been a Countout Podcast.